Siphuncle. Simon and Garfunkel. What? Sorry. It's Siphuncle. Siphons water. Fucking A. Siphuncle. It's Siphuncle. Siphons water. Oh, Jesus Christ. Guess what, you guys? It's Cephalopod Week, and you know what that means. Okay, if you don't know what that means, um, every year Science Friday does a whole week devoted to cephalopods. And cephalopods are like cuttlefish, natalises, and squid. Now here's the thing about me you might not know, but anybody who's really close friends with me does know this. I have a very unreasonable phobia of squid, but at the same time I'm so fascinated by them that I can't help but like watch documentaries or look at pictures of them. So I kind of just like fuel my own stupid squid phobia and uh, so in honor of cephalopod week today i want to start by talking to you about this thing that terrifies me so giant squid are carnivorous ocean dwelling invertebrates that are believed to be able to reach sizes up to that of like a school bus so in other words like they weigh a ton and they're like 30 feet long and part of the reason that they get so big is due to what zoologists call deep sea gigantism and the proposed explanations for why this happens um, are things like that level of depth the water is colder, there's a greater amount of pressure, and that maybe these critters get so big as an adaptive mechanism because food sources are pretty scarce. So actually there have been claims of giant squid being like twice that size that has been reported as in like 60 feet long, but we have yet to actually find one at that length. So scientists only actually got their first glimpse of a giant squid in its natural habitat like in 2004, and a few years after that they got their first like video proof of a live giant squid so what we know of them and we haven't really been able to study them for that long so there's still a lot we don't know but what we do know is that they kind of look a lot like other squid um, they have a torso called their mantle. Um, they have two tentacles and then like eight little smaller arms underneath. And their arms and tentacles are like what make them so long. So their torso or their mantle isn't necessarily like their full length. Their full length is made up of these really long tentacles. So their tentacles are also their most valuable defense mechanism um, because they're lined with suction cups that have teeth. So they have these like sharp little suckers that can latch onto their prey um, or their mortal enemy, which is the sperm whale. So like a lot of other cephalopods, they move by jet propulsion, so they suck in water through their mantle, and then as it pulsates out of the siphon, they move forward. And like their squid brethren, they have a distinct feature to cephalopods, um, which is they have a closed circulatory system, and they have uh, dark ink, which they shoot out to scare off predators. So giant squid also have very complex nervous systems, which is one of the reasons why scientists are so keen to study them. They also have the biggest eyes under the sea. They're basically like the diameter of dinner plates, which is like, yeah, better to see you with in the deep ocean where it is dark as shit. Like other cephalopods, they figure out where they are. Like they, they sense their movement or their orientation through an organ called a statocyst and the statocyst can develop markings on it over time and if you look at them you can accurately age the squid so it's kind of like counting the rings on a tree to figure out how old it is 
So researchers have analyzed the mitochondrial DNA from giant squid because they've been found like all over the world, like their carcasses anyway, not necessarily that we've seen live ones, but we've like found their bodies in different places in the world. And in general, there's like 500 species of squid, but giant squid, they think that if anything, there's fewer than 10 species anyway, but a lot of researchers actually think there's just one species. And that one species of giant squid, you know, pops up in different places around the world because ocean currents take the eggs and like put them in different places. Of course, these critters are extremely elusive. Like finding a live one in its natural habitat to be studied has happened very infrequently. And most of the ones that have been studied and the things that we do know about them, we've only been able to glean from finding their dead carcasses or more often finding pieces of their dead carcasses inside of sperm whales. So if we find tentacles or we find pieces of, of their beak or their mantle, that's usually how that happens. And the only thing more elusive than the giant squid is the colossal squid, which is their even bigger, even freakier cousin.